The Goonies 2. Ma Fratelli's bad to the bone, so you better be better. Welcome to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. And I'm Sean. And can we just imagine for a second uh, a movie poster with that tagline? Would you go see that? <laughs> you better be badder. You better be badder. <laughs> the Goonies too. It's bad. You better be badder. I guess it would be weird to have a second person movie though. Where it's you? Yeah, yeah like we're yeah, all of a sudden you're, you're in the movie. You're participating. You know? <laughs> the only people allowed to see it were the people in the movie. Yeah. There's never really been a movie where you're the main character, right? I don't think so. Choose like a first-person movie. Yeah, like, a first-person <laughs> movie. I would watch it. Yeah. Doom. Doom. I think that's all video games. All yeah. video games that are in the first-person are you, essentially. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So they might as well be movies. Right? Yeah, that's true. Well, there, movies, yeah. there is a whole thing for that. You know, like there's like people who take all of the cutscenes in a video game, upload it to YouTube, and just say, like, you know, Injustice the movie, you know, and it's like the Batman DC <laughs> right. fighting game. Yeah. Uh, just all the cutscenes. And it's like, well, that was actually pretty good. It's a pretty I watched good movie. It. Yeah. I you watched, watched it? Yeah, two yeah. hours of Injustice cutscenes. <laughs> there are two hours? That's the crazy part, too, right? Is that these things are like movies. Like, if you wow. watch Kingdom Hearts, uh, right? Kingdom Hearts, that's like. That's like an alternate life. Well, I, mean, I know there's that, so much content in that. I know that any anything Kojima based is going to be like that too. I just thought yeah. that it was more. It was more just him. Does it now? This might. I have never played Metal Gear Solid, so please forgive me. I know you're a big fan. Isn't there like a hour and forty five minute cutscene at is. one point in Metal in, Gear Solid Four? In Metal Gear Solid Four, <laughs> not not at the end, but very near the end, it just keeps going. And it keeps going. I thought it was the end, but it keeps going. And then you play for like 15 minutes <laughs> and then you go into another cutscene. Yes. No spoilers, but that kind of happens in Kingdom Hearts 3, too, where it's like, oh, this is the point where I'll resume control. And it just keeps yeah, showing you things. things. Yeah. So that's yeah, our grief this, with um, movies that become video yeah. games that actually were never movies and are now video are now video games. Right. But so this, time for the essential games list yeah, now, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird story, though, because now to get back on topic, we have Goonies 2. Uh, guys, how was the Goonies 2 movie? We It hasn't come out yet. It's a oh. trick. It's a trick because he's saying <laughs> video games are movies. That's why I right. said that before. Uh, no, no, no. It's true. Uh we have not received a Goonies 2, though apparently there's something in the works yeah. or something's been in the Rumors. works since right. 1987. Yeah. But, uh, you know, since there was no actual Goonies 2 movie, it is kind of confusing that the very first game we get for any kind of, like, movie-turned-video game on the NES is this. This is our first, like, licensed property, right? Yeah, like, official. Because I remember Kung Fu was kind of... An unofficial, like, a, a French love story. Yes, <laughs> yeah. no, it was the other thing. But I know what you're saying. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was Meals on Wheels, right? Yes, yeah. Wheels, wheels on Wheels meals. on Meals. Wheels, right? on, wheels, wheels on Meals. <laughs> it could be either or, honestly. <laughs> so nobody else is like taken aback by this. Though I thought that was kind of weird. That like, oh, it's a licensed video game. Like it, it had a movie franchise, and then the very first game that we're receiving for it on on North America is actually not even like a real movie. It's right. Just, I- this game is essentially the sequel to the Goonies well, movie. See, I'm sure what you'll what you'll next say is that it's sort of uh, misleading because it's not really the uh, the sequel to the movie. It's a sequel to something else. Yes, right. But and do you want to just say that? Then? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want you to say it. Okay. Well, I think like so. This way, everybody knows the Goonies. This is made by Konami. Konami also made the Goonies one for like the MSX, the Famicom. And it did come to America in the verse system. Yeah, that's So that's weird. like kind of weird that it only came as an arcade game. But this is the sequel to that game <laughs> instead of the sequel to the movie. Video games at this point in time just couldn't have plots deep enough to be sequels to the movies they were replicating. <laughs> right, well, well, yeah, I definitely thought that it was a mistake when I saw, like, we got to play Goonies 2 this week. So I thought we must, but I thought we must have to play Goonies 1 first, and then I right. looked it up. You didn't think that, like, Goonies 1 couldn't have been, like, maybe, like, I, an Atari 2600 game, and now Goonies you know, 2 yeah, is... That didn't cross my mind. It, it should have, but I it never crossed my mind. that I, I hadn't thought until I think you mentioned something that 
that uh, I never thought that this was a, trying to be a sequel to the movie The Goonies. Just because I didn't think video games would do that back then. Or <laughs> so now. Do they even do that, that now? There was a Goonies 1 game, and you I, didn't know that... No, I thought that there must be a Goonies 1 game, and oh, we okay. must have missed it. And that's why I looked, because I was like, we must have skipped it by mistake. <laughs> that would be a glaring error on <laughs> yeah, our I was like, part. how did you not notice this? <laughs> yeah, it's like all of a sudden the whole chronological thing's out the window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we played Ninja Gaiden 3 before 1 and 2. It's like, whoops. So, before we talk about the game at all, since we're talking about the movie... Who's seen the Goonies movie? We all have, Mike. <laughs> because I told you to. <laughs> I mean, I saw it the before. Trick question, right. I but, think everybody's hoping yeah. we've all at least seen it in yeah. some capacity. I, yeah. I definitely before. saw it several times as a kid, but it had been a while, so I rewatched it this weekend. Okay, so Joe, some thoughts on the movie? Uh, this isn't like you know, a critical review. No, no, yeah, I, I only have very, uh, you know, very broad layman's thoughts on the movie, but, uh, but it, it, it still held up as like. Being a a good adventure movie kind of unlocks your inner child, where you want to you you want to go on an adventure like that. Probably minus all the like actual criminals trying to kill you, but that's part of the fun. Um, yeah, it was good. Well, the Goonies is actually an exploration of the internal struggle of man between the haves and have-nots. But 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 regardless of that, um, it's a, it was fun. Yeah, I, I liked. Uh, I liked seeing all the things that <laughs> would just become things that we made fun of 80s movies for. Like the end of the movie. Sorry, spoiler alert. The end of the movie where Chunk just adopts Sloth. <laughs> it's like, you're going to live with me now. Yeah, that was... I, I always thought of that I too. I was like, why did I never think of that when I was a kid? Like, like he didn't ask his parents or anything. Like, did any of them consult any of their parents <laughs> no, really throughout no, most of this true. movie? Like, remember when the mom comes and she goes... Oh, the screen door. Like, she could care less that the screen door has just been obliterated. (laughs) But, yeah, it's such a weird movie by today's standards. It's so so slapdash and the jokes. Yeah, it's also very, like, I I didn't remember it being so, like, fast with, like, the, not like the dialogue is fast and witty. It's just, like, fast and, like, kind of, like, kind of just, like, there's no breath between, like, (laughs) what they're talking about when they're moving on to the next thing. It's a little, uh, it's a little, little too quick, but, but otherwise, holds up. Yeah, and this just continues the E.T. trend of, like, if there's a group of kids, they should always be riding bikes. Like, <laughs> kids in the 80s got together and, you know, the I mean, rode I their rode my bike in the, yeah. in, not in the 80s. I rode my bike <laughs> when I was a kid. Okay, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I did too. too. I just think, like, that is now something that's, like, a, you know, yeah. Stranger Things, for example, yeah. right? It's like you had to have those people. They kind uh, of subverted a little bit and put Josh Brolin on a, on a little kid's tricycle that yes, he stole from right. a little girl. That was fun. Yeah, he never returns that. He never does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gone. So so there's that. Uh, you know, that's my beef with Josh Brolin. Never liked him since. Uh, <laughs> ever since he turned purple, yeah. too. Get it? Yeah. Anyway, yes. I think it's finally time to move off the subject of the movie, unless anybody has, like, something where they're like, you know, I, I have to get this out because I don't want to talk about the movie anymore. No, that's it. Okay, great. So let's talk about the game then. Guys, first impressions... Joe, uh, I actually so at first there's there's things about this game that are can be a little tiresome. There's little things like you go into a room and you've got to check every wall and you got to it's a little tedious. But after a while, I I kind of got into a little bit of a rhythm and I was like, you know, it's this this is a fun adventure. It felt it felt like it was being an adventure. Um, uh, my first impression was first. What happened between the Goonies and the Goonies 2 where now they're friends with a mermaid? Uh, apparently, that's your final objective is to rescue a mermaid who is your friend. So, obviously, <laughs> you have had prior knowledge of this of this mermaid. Um, but other than that, in the actual, like, gameplay, I, I kind of saw some interesting, you know, uh, this is the first time we've had sort of like a point-and-click adventure. Um, and it's really showing the uh, the criticisms that most people have for this era, not this era of point and clicks, but just point and clicks in general of just bot the pixel. Um, and yeah, but I, I still thought that the novelty of it was pretty fun. Whether or not uh, it's possible to play this game without any kind of strategy guide is up in the air, though. <laughs> yeah, I think my right. first impression mostly had to do with just how charming the game is. You know, like, let's forget the gameplay for a minute because we're just talking first impressions here. And I really liked how it opens with, like, that Ma Fratelli setting up, right. like, the stakes of everything and that the other uh, Goonies have been kidnapped. 
and come on over if you want to help them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The translation's not the best, but we'll get into that. I just like that stuff because there's one thing I really liked about the movie on my rewatch was like that for, before they even get involved with the Fratellis, like the first 30, 35 minutes of that movie is so much fun and there's a lot of comedy and a lot of slapstick stuff going on. And so having that charm translated in any way for the NES game just like excited me. So I was just really into that and, you know, the, the difference of the action scene versus the adventure scene, which is something we'll get into in a second, but just that point-and-click stuff yeah. and just seeing the Dungeons & Dragons style layout, and I yeah. refer to the PC Dungeons & Dragons games at the time that The Goonies 2 was obviously copying. Just just seeing that, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give this a try. I'm down for this. I wasn't, like, put off by it. Right. And I, I just you mentioned the... Uh... Ma Fratelli and that cutscene where where she's talking and her sons are next to her. And the one thing I noticed is that like if you saw just that that cartoon of her, you're like, wow, yeah, that's her. That's what she looks like in the movie. The others, and then the other two guys are just like, oh, let's just put like generic like clip art. They must have. It must be a likeness rights sort of thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how they got Ma Fratelli's (laughs) actress to to sign off to get like a pixelated version of herself. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so with that, we will go into our Tales from the Manual section, something that is always uh, growing in, in the uh, Nostalgia Library. We're making that more of a thing. I keep saying Tales from the Manual. So Good. I, go. I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> bringing that up, Mike. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Well, anyway, everybody should break out the manual at this point. And I just want to talk about a few things. First off, this one does an amazing job on the, like, very first page that you open up with setting up the entire plot of everything you need to know and how to play all on like a single page. So I thought that was cool. Set up like the welcome to Slime City. They're back. Kooky old Ma Fratelli and her slime ball sons have returned. Like I just thought that was a nice way to set everything up just in case <laughs> you were like confused about <laughs> what game you were playing. <laughs> yeah, or just like why this is happening because like to your point they don't they don't talk about the mermaid thing. They're just like and this time they've not only kidnapped your goony buddies, but your good friend, Annie the Mermaid. <laughs> See, I don't think it is something that happened between the, the movie and this. this I think just it's just before. That, like they were always is, friends with this mermaid. Yeah, they just, just didn't acknowledge it in the movie. It, yeah. <laughs> she was in Atlantis at the time. Right. Yes. Right. And then what else did I have here that I wanted to talk about? Oh I don't like the art style though. Like these are not the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, this is like I'm trying to. This is like that. What is that? Um, schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, <laughs> this, that style. Yeah, it's like those that animator. Yeah, even Mikey, who you play as in the game, like he doesn't really look very much like you know. And he's probably the most detailed here. But like the six Goonie pals, it's like I couldn't pick I can't out recognize any, of them. any of them. Yeah, it's like even it just looks like six. Like, People waiting at a bus stop. <laughs> yeah, I really can't tell. And then also Annie the Mermaid appears to be like shattering the manual, but I guess she's just on a rock. Like, yes, she's uh, on yeah, a that's rock. Like, it's like the rock. I, they I forgot the outline, the outer outline of the rock. Instead, they just have like cracks in the rock. Right. It's like she's cracking the manual. <laughs> now I can't unsee that though. Yeah. And and then it goes into explain. And I think this is necessary if you you know if you want me to be honest the action scene versus the adventure scene I think that's necessary for a game of this era right like nobody had been exposed to this yet on the NES so I feel like do the we way want to talk about what that is though first yeah that's what I'm saying yeah. we should get into that because I think like the way that they break it down is actually pretty solid so Sean you want to tell me the difference between what an action scene is and what an adventure scene is yeah so the action scene is the typical side scroller like that we're all familiar with. Um, where there's platforming and very easy battles, at least in the beginning, uh, where you just hit them with some kind of projectile or a yo-yo. Um, and then there are these doors scattered around um, that you go into, and that puts you into that first-person sort of isometric view. Not isometric. First-person view of a room that has doors or not doors on all of the walls. They're all pretty much just square rooms. And you have interaction options, like you can choose to use a hammer that you found and knock on the walls and see if there's anything hidden, or just interacting with characters that you may come across. It's very, uh, like, Ultima, like from back in the day. Yeah, Ultima's yeah. a great example. Yeah. And I just kind of want to, let's just break that down even a little further, right? So, you, so you're given the options of go, hit, take, and your tools, right? Yeah. 
So, so with go, you choose which direction you want to go in, which includes leaving the room, something yeah. that might not be like apparent to people <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah. who don't realize that it's first person. You know, I don't know if necessarily as a kid, I would have understood right away that, oh, this is from my eyeballs. You know, like I would have <laughs> probably still been looking for me in the room. Well, they also have a little tool in the bottom left corner that has a, another version of Mikey that sort of puts him in that space uh, in a weird uh, amorphous way, I yeah, guess. Yeah, facing the direction that you'll be advancing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So they have that. Then there's hit, which to me at first seemed like, <laughs> okay, so like I guess when I see things in the room, I'll use my hammer, which is something you get immediately. Yeah. I'll use my hammer and just hit things. It never occurred to me like, oh, I should be hitting on the walls. Right. You <laughs> yeah. should just honestly be hitting and using your hammer everywhere in the room. Spot the pixel. Yeah, just just, yeah, just yeah. decide. Well, it's really which wall, though, right? Like, I don't actually know. I think uh, that... You have- I, I, I don't think that you can like hit the, the lower part of one wall and be wrong and then hit the higher part of the same wall. I remember right. uh, looking at a video to try and get farther because I couldn't figure it out, and I had already hit a wall that was supposed to open into a door. I will say that if I tried the dead centers, I I was using a guide, but if I tried, like, the dead centers, it seemed to be working, but I never really tried, like, the left-right bottom. You know, so maybe it is, like, you know, you just have to be perfectly centered on each wall to tap. And and hit usually is... It doesn't really do what you expect it to do most of the time. Hit lets you find things. Like, that's what Um, I know. It's like, hit... You hit the wall and like a key will appear, or you hit the wall yeah. and like something like it will falls appear. out of the wall or right. something. And then, right. then, then, and then the hammer would... lets you like uncover something, like break the wall down, and there's like a door or something, right? Yeah. yeah and to Joe's yeah. to Joe's point, I think like that's the opposite of what I would expect hit to do. I would think hit is more of a combat thing, where yeah. like oh, I see somebody else in the room, like that Eskimo guy, and you're like, <laughs> okay, is he bad? Like, do I hit him? Does he have any? Point? No, he um, there, there's a really bad translation error with him, <laughs> where where he he essentially just says like, there's nothing here. Yeah, there's nothing here. <laughs> yeah. But it was actually you know in the Japanese version, I'm not, I don't have the perfect translation with me, but it was more of like a joke of like how did I get here? <laughs> you know, like that's kind of funny in context. Yeah, instead right. of just saying there is nothing here, because yeah, he, <laughs> he says like doesn't he say I am Eskimo? There's nothing here. Yeah, that's exactly like, what he says. It's it's oh, it's very close to I am error. You know, like from <laughs> Legend of Zelda two. Yeah, which we haven't gotten to yet, so don't feel bad. I don't, if you don't know that. that reference. Okay, <laughs> and then you have take, which is obvious. Grab whatever you want, and tools where you get to go through all of your different tools. However, sometimes you need specific tools to do specific things in rooms and it's not abundantly clear which tool you need so that just also becomes a game of like let me try each tool see what happens you know like maybe the candle works here right and to that point too there are just a bunch of things that things like that where you you would never know to do this i think i found this on online there's someone that you you hit you yeah. hit them and they say they say something some terribly mistranslated you, like you what are you doing anybody. or something yeah and they'll be like and, well, yeah. why are you doing this but or? you hit this person five times and on the fifth time they give you the candle a candle the candle that's yeah. right yeah it's ridiculous yeah and that's the that's the most well known example yeah. of that in this game of just very frustrating I'll tell you what's funny is is that there's a guy uh, who goes by the name of the Mexican runner I'm sure a lot of our nostalgia fans know about this. He is the he's a guy who completed every single NES game that was released uh at, under clear definitions of like what it means to like complete that game. His run for Goonies 2 and and he tries not to use guides when necessary. His run for Goonies 2 was 7 hours long. Wow. Mostly him just going through trying to figure out what am I doing because he didn't have <laughs> yeah. a guide and didn't know how to figure things out. The chat was trying to help him out a little. Yeah. And it just became like this crazy thing where it's like there's a guy who's really good at NES games. He's beat every single one of them. And it took him seven hours to figure like, out Goonies 2. Like there are some hints in the game that like if you when you get the transceiver where you can talk to some of your because you're trying to rescue the Goonies. uh when you and you were trying to talk to them, I, there's one where you're talking to whatever the blonde girl's name is, uh, but she says, "I'm freezing in here," and it's like, "Oh, I gotta go to that like cold world," and I'll probably find her in one of those doors. But nothing in the game at all says that you should abuse an old man or whoever right. that is. 
uh, and just keep hitting them until they you drop it. Yeah, and especially something. because you need to do it five times. Yeah. Like you're well past the point where you're like, okay, nothing happens. Here. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the problem. Is that 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 first clue is actually okay in my yeah. book. Like it, it's a little vague, but I'll take it. The the hit if it, if it's going to give you anything, it should at least hint towards the fact of like, ow, that almost hurt you know and yeah. then like change it each time right. you know like i don't understand why you hit somebody to get a candle in the first place <laughs> yeah. and why they couldn't just figure out like yeah. oh let's hide this the goonies have changed <laughs> <laughs> yeah the only thing that i could think of that's trying to, to to beckon you to do that is that the person that greets you isn't like really nice to you they say go away Okay. So I guess you're supposed to assault them then. Yeah, that's what <laughs> right. you do to anybody yeah. who says go <laughs> right. away. Just let them know your stance on things. <laughs> right, and then they'll give you a candle. I will mention that in the, the last thing from the manual that I have is that in the game hints section, which is the final page, it does say, very very first thing it says, if you get stuck in a dead-end room, try tapping the center of the room with a hammer or hand mark. Possibly use the hand mark and tap the ceiling, the front wall, or the floor. If you try this with the hammer, you may be able to open up a secret passage. Who knows? Now, <laughs> who knows? You know, I, I like that they also tried to pretend like you know, yeah, like they like, don't. That's know. just a vague thing. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> right. like maybe try it where it's actually like very important right. to the game. <laughs> but it also seems kind of weird that this is the first mention you're getting of it is in the hint section yeah. of the game. It's never brought up in the game, and it just seems like a huge flaw. So I think what I'm getting at is. It's nice that this action scene, um, or no, this is the adventure scene, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice that the adventure scene exists. It's really poorly executed on. I think that, I don't know how much of this can be blamed on poor communication in the game, because I think that a lot of the more uh, abstract game concepts that we've come across so far in the NES uh chronological exploration so far have been things that they had to explain the manual. Like you had to get to the manual to understand them. Uh, Do you know what I'm getting at? No, I totally agree. I agree with that. I I guess what I'm saying is is now that we've talked about the go hit, take tools, like all these different things, slapping a person five times, like all those things in hindsight, this adventure scene is a cool idea of like exploring rooms in the first person and being able to actually like tap Uh, on the wall. But it doesn't work at the end of the day. (laughs) At the end of the day, this is the game's flaw and the, the action scene while not being more interesting than the adventure scene, at least that's like that works. Right. You know, and And I got that cool song. Yeah, that song is pretty cool. I, I, I do like that song. Is that is that have anything to do with like the Goonies? I think theme it's a or cover. Okay, because I didn't pick up on it. Like I was like, Man, I didn't remember this from the movie. <laughs> or maybe I was supposed to. I, I will say that I didn't. I hadn't read the manual until like later, until after I had played for a while. And it granted, it took me a little while to kind of get the gist of what to do in the rooms. I did pick up on like, okay, so I can hammer the walls, and I, yeah. like, I did figure that stuff out organically. So maybe that says something about it being designed in like not the most confusing way. It's just those other things we're talking about that were that you would I would never yeah. have figured out. But I think that looking it up. we kind of understand what you're supposed to do in those sequences because we have prior knowledge true, of yeah. games like we're that. From, we're from the future. We're from the future. <laughs> And uh, we, all, I mean, I also get went in with the expectation that this is going to be way too uh, hidden for my taste. So yeah, just because of the archaic yeah. systems that it set up for you. And I guess that's going to bring me in my next question: Was the first person approach the right thing to do here? Not in hindsight, just saying like at the time, is that like a is that a neat enough selling point to say like screw all the fundamental flaws with this? Let's ship this product with this first person exploration thing because it's a neat new thing for the nes i don't think that the actual first person mechanics are the flaw i think it's just the level design yeah i don't think it helps or hurts i think it's just first person whatever fine but yeah, yeah it's it's the it's the way that everything's implemented the, the, way the novelty that... of the game is helped by the fact that there's first person in it uh but yeah exactly what joe said it's just it, it's not the system itself it's what they did with the system okay I agree with that. I, I wouldn't think of a better way to handle like exploring different rooms and yeah. finding safes and stuff like that. Unless you just turn it into a, like a Legend of Zelda sort of thing. Right, top down yeah. or something like that. Uh, but it's funny you bring up the Legend of Zelda because I did want to go to the action scene portion and just kind of talk about how, for me, that's kind of those situations where you're in the dungeon in Legend of Zelda and you get the item. So it's a, it, all of a sudden it becomes like yeah. side-scrolling right. like that. That's kind of what this reminded me of. And... There, there's not really like 
there's not really a lot going on here. And so I want to talk about like exploration in general and, and keeping you guys interested. Did you feel like as you move through the different areas that things changed enough? I, I think that the biggest draw was, was more like, aesthetic changes like you're, you're right like the well there was plenty with gameplay with like you pick up the uh the slingshot at one point and you got to kind of count your ammo and things like that and then you get the boomerang and you get like different weapons and stuff that changed it a little bit as you went um but also just the fact that there were a lot of environments there's a lot there's like the, there's the bridge that you go across and you've got those skull things that steal your items they steal your boomerang right yeah, yeah they'll take the boomerang and then you have then you have like the the ice world, which has like the very, I mean, the very overused but like slippery physics of the yeah. of the ground and like little things like that were, were interesting. I mean, it, it never got like crazy different, but I think the 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 idea of you have your map and you're exploring, you got to remember, oh, now I got to like kind of. I think Sean said this earlier, like, oh, now I got to go back to that ice world that I saw earlier, and it, it I think it it more so rather than it all changing, it's like. You learn the layout of everything, and then you feel like you're actually ex- exploring this like big environment. Yeah, I think that the the palette swaps help, but the individual screens aren't. Um, I, I don't find them as memorable as they should be for good. Uh, for for good exploration landmarks in a game like this, and also the game has this whole front and back system uh, where there are two maps. Where you can go between front and back worlds, yeah, I guess. And it just labels it on your... If you hit the start button, you'll get to the map screen. And that just like labels whether you're on the front or back of the map. Yeah. But I that have no very... Yeah. I have no spatial like uh, like boundaries for well, that. Well, wasn't that... Didn't... Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't that... Didn't you switch from the front to the back by going through... Going all the way through one of the first person rooms, right? I guess. And then you no, come yeah, out on the other a, side. That's exactly on, how yeah. you did it. But I guess like... I, I don't know if this is what Sean was trying to say, but yeah, I'm glad that the whole thing isn't just a giant warehouse. I'm glad that it's changed by areas, but there's not enough going on or difference in in the way that right. each individual screen looks that I'm able to remember like, oh, that's right. I'm yeah. on floor three right now of the front or I'm, you <laughs> right. know, or I'm in the back now. You know, I was able to tell like, yeah, I'm in the part where, it, you know, there's ice on the right. floor or, <laughs> oh, I'm in the... the what do we want to call it? Like the caverns or... Yeah. Yeah. It's like a woods or... Uh, yeah. yeah. Cat, and there's, like, yes. there's like cabins. And yeah. All kinds so of- I'm, I'm in like that part. I was able to tell that, but it wasn't helpful enough in terms of like I'm constantly referring back to the map and trying to figure out like, okay, I'm here and now, you know, if you were lucky enough to get one of those locators, it would yeah. blink like where somebody was. And even that didn't make it like so easy, you know, like you would be like, okay, cool. They're up in the top left. I'm in the bottom left. So I just kind of had to figure out a way to get up. And then you'd wind up being on the other side of the map all of a sudden. (laughs) It's like, how do I get to the top left? Do I have to go through some of these doors and go to the back end and then come back out the front? It was, it was a little too complicated. And I think it says something where like in Legend of Zelda, right? You don't, you know, you can get the map as a bonus, but you definitely don't need it to complete yeah. Each dungeon. Whereas here, thank goodness they at least thought to include a map that you don't have to pick up the pieces for. Thank goodness it's just included in the game. And the difference is just good level design. Right. I'm just disoriented at all times almost. You know, I really sometimes even going through the adventure scenes where you're going from room to room, I wouldn't be so certain that I came out the way I got it. Right? Yeah. You yeah. Know? You're right. It's not exactly like, it's not exactly the best example of. Oh, I I remember. I I've learned the whole environment. I remember, like, I know the area now. Like, I think we talked about this with Metroid, mm-hmm. where we were like, we we've done enough backtracking and going around where it's like, I remember this area. I remember that area. But I did have a little bit of it. I yeah. did have a little bit of time. I mean, times the, the where front, I would get I mean, like a, the top couple of floors. I remembered. Yeah, but, but I would have a time where I would get something that I needed I, that I needed earlier, and I'm trying to remember what. Maybe it was a ladder or something, and it would I would get excited. I'd be like, oh, now I can go back because I. I have what I yeah. need, and I can go back to this spot that I remembered in my head where it was. But yeah, you're right. After a while, you start to lose it because a lot of it is very samey. Yeah. And something I alluded to when I was talking about the movie that I kind of expected here was where are all like the fun traps or like comedic moments in this game? You know, I think it is cute that you have a yo-yo as like your attack weapon. 
I think it's kind of weird that you're being shot yeah. like, a <laughs> you lot. Know, I thought that too. That like it was just strange to see like because I thought it was gonna be like a goofy you know goofy bad guys, but they like put the gun like right up to your head. <laughs> they're mafia. Yeah. But then when you watch the movie, they 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 have no they're not shy around their guns. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they shoot. they're gonna put they're gonna turn uh, chunks hand to puree. Right, that's true. Right. And and granted, there is a bulletproof vest in this game, but you have to find that. <laughs> I, <don't>, so, <laughs> I didn't find a bulletproof. I vest. couldn't either. You don't have to find. Right. I'm just saying it's in the game. Right, right. Uh, there, there's a lot of interesting things in this game that that kids shouldn't necessarily have access to. But then there's <laughs> things that kids should have access to, like a football helmet or uh, hyper shoes. Yeah, right. everyone would have hyper, hyper shoes. shoes. I guess the the weirdest thing for me about this game is that it it takes uh, the the movie, which is all about you know friendship and teamwork and uh, getting along as a group, and it just takes one of you. And does this whole uh, go save everyone, but they're not going to come with you. <laughs> they're right. going to well, run away. I love but. that point. That's such a good point. Why? Why didn't you, after like saving one of them, have the option <laughs> to like acquire his yeah, new abilities and use him? Like, yeah. like you know, if if we're going to just jump ahead to a second to Super Mario Brothers two, you can tackle each of those levels as Mario, Luigi, Toad, or Peach, and they each do something a little bit different. Exactly. So it'd be cool if you started off with like the Mario character Mikey, yeah, and then like as you went through, it's like this one jumps a little higher, yeah. and or, this one. Yeah, is a little you, faster. You, you can, you can switch the between them. It's like the who's the kid? The inventor. He can have like the, oh, the, yeah, the, the, the jumping shoes. Yeah, like that's perfect. Like, oh, now you have access to the jumping shoes because you saved him. And like either he gives them to you or you can switch to play yeah, as him. They, you, or they have a they have a menu where you get all of these options to change things. You can just have that be another yeah, window. That's true. Yeah. So I think that's a missed opportunity, and I don't know why they went with that choice. But yeah, it, yeah. Se- it seems like a- after a while of playing this game, remember I said my first impression was it was really charming how much they were able to like incorporate that Goonies feel of explore exploring like yeah. the Fratelli's area and seeing that opening cutscene and stuff like that. But after a while in this game, you start to forget that you're playing the Goonies. Yeah, it's just know? another. Uh, it's just a, a an adventure game. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and it feels a lot like. Zelda, it's riding on that Zelda success for yeah. sure of just, you know, another, you know, just looking at like even the way that they design the manual. If you look at the Goonies 2 manual and you look at the Legend of Zelda manual kind of side yeah. by side, even the key art like looks kind of similar. <laughs> so I'm sure that wasn't an accident on Konami's part. I think like real fast we can talk about the enemies of the game since we haven't really covered that part of it. So as you're exploring the you know the areas of the game, you're going to run into a couple of different types of enemies. But do they do they really change that much? Uh, they they change based on I guess what biome you're in. And right. You have the um, the Eskimos in the icy region. Yeah, you, you have got polar uh, bears in there too. Where, which Penguins. one were the dragons in? There was like those, those oh, green yeah, lizard they're like guys. this dopey looking dragon. Kind yeah. Of. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, what were they? Well, there was also knights. It was the same one with the knights in armor. Yeah. Knights, yep. knights. Swords. There was knights. There was lancers. There's golems. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why the knights. Golems, right? Is that how I you can pronounce it? I, I go way. Golem. Golem, I think Lord of the Rings. Golem, I, I think these guys. Golem, I think of Pokemon. Well, me too. Yeah. But, Golem. Okay. Right. Yes, perfect. But, but you just start off with spiders, snakes, and crows. And that's like, am I playing Castlevania? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think that they just went for a like a maximalist approach in this is like, let's just throw every kind of enemy in here. There's no real, uh, reality to it. Right. Or like connection to the Goonies. Other than the Fratellis that are walking around. They're the only ones that can't die. Uh, they're the only ones that have any kind of character to them. Uh, they replace Sloth with, with another brother, which is just a tiny Fratelli. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. You're talking about cousin Pipsqueak there. (laughs) Um, and Ma Fratelli also, for what it's worth, doesn't look anything like <laughs> Ma Fratelli. I think uh, she's at least got the hat. Yeah, I think. I don't think so. No. I mean, like it's like this blue man <laughs> with with like I they like must have given it like a mustache or something. It, it, this sprite is ridiculous, and it's like a blue mouth or something around her. But like it looks like a mustache, and it looks like the like she's like a wrestler. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. Well, she may be a wrestler because the rest of the Fratellis they get you know they have the hats on. They one of them uses Francis uses a bow and arrow. Which yeah, I it's weird. Yeah. Like, I thought for a second yeah. that that was just trying to get away from the guns, but no, they have yeah, guns. Guns in the rest <laughs> for the rest of them. They have guns in the rest, and and you know the spawn rate of enemies in this game was obnoxious too, because like. Yes, you have plenty of time to prepare for that dust cloud of the enemy spawning, which is weird on its own. But then, like, you just have to kind of sit there and wait, and then the second it spawns, attack it with the yo-yo and move on. But sometimes it would spawn, like, right on top of a ladder, and it would just jump back and forth between the ladder, and you you have no choice but just kind of, like, take take some damage and get out of its way. Which was a little a little poorly designed. Yeah, so thankfully you have at least an energy bar and right. not like right. a one-hit KO yeah. thing. Because that would have really yeah. destroyed this game. And one yeah. thing we didn't mention, too, every time you save a Goonie, you get another full energy bar. So by yeah. the end, you have like, you have what, like six times? How many Goonies are there? You have like six times the amount that you had to yeah. start well, with? Well, you start with two. So yeah, you have eight. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's pretty good. I think that's like a nice bonus for getting the Goonies, right? I couldn't think of anything yeah. better other than like I guess a yeah. specific. But bonus. then, do you guys think the difficulty ramps enough to the point where you need eight energy bars as opposed to starting out needing two? I was doing fine with two. Yeah, I mean, I, especially because we didn't talk about this. Now, now I'm just kind of going in no Go for structure it. here. But um, you don't. There's really not a consequence to dying. Right, you die and you start kind of back right where you started. I guess I think you exit out the last door you were in. Yeah. So some and sometimes sometimes it takes you. Uh, I think if you're going across the bridge and like probably in other situations too. Once I'm like more than halfway across the bridge, if I die, it just puts me on the other side of the bridge. So like it's like beneficial. <laughs> Wait, so you to crossed die. it that way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, like I died and I was like, oh, I guess I'm on the right side, not the side I wanted to be on. So I'd like to mark that as a positive for this game. If we're <laughs> right. being honest, I would hate to start back at the very beginning. Uh, not even like in the sense of all progress lost, but just like. You know, I think it's cool that they decided, you know, he doesn't really need to explore all of that again. Yeah. Like, let's just drop him off I'm, right where he died and hope he doesn't die again. I'm glad you said that, too, because I was thinking the same thing, where usually in my brain, I'm like, I wouldn't like that. That would that would suck because there'd be no consequences or stakes. I wouldn't feel like I'm earning it. But then when I'm playing it, I'm like, thank God it's like this. because. Well, it, so I feel like it's, a, it's like I, I like to think that I would rather there be some some stake, some, something to build the tension. But then I, I don't think this game needs that tension. That This game is about exploration and adventure. I really liked it. It's funny because I think 30 years in advance, they came up with the, uh, like the too easy uh, approach to saves and dying, where if you die in The Last of Us, you just respawn right before that right. encounter. And that's pretty much every game now. Yeah, right. That, that, that's, or at least I'm, AAA. You know, that's what I'm thinking of, like Uncharted and yeah. The Last of Us stuff, which is where I first Naughty started noticing stuff. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but even even like now, Super Mario Odyssey figured out, like, mm, lives don't mean anything. Why don't you just lose like 10 coins, you know? Yeah. Like, no big deal. I, f- I feel that's better. See, I, yeah. I, I do too. I feel like there's still a place for the other the other yeah way. actual hardness yeah I, yeah like in a super mario game maybe it's not necessary um but all right if we're gonna go off the rails here i think that like super mario brothers 3 did it right where you there are eventually consequences but they're not like start the whole game over you start, start the, the board the over and i think that's like that was like a good balance yeah um for that game um 
So maybe this, the equivalent here is you start back in the beginning of the zone. Yeah, I think that as much as I, I did like it the way it is, I don't think it would hurt to like have that consequence. Start back at the beginning of the zone that you're in. <laughs> yeah, if you really, die three times or something. Ki- like. You're kind of leaning towards. Had I liked this game more, I would have. I wouldn't have minded exploring it more. <laughs> but because it was already a chore to get to that part, yeah. I really hope that they dropped me off right where I was. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that's what I, I don't know if that's how I'm feeling. Like I, I don't I don't think I was considering it too much of a chore. I just think that um, our time it, is it worth more now. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> it didn't hurt me so much to I, I wasn't in this for the tension experience of fighting one of the fatalities because like it's like the combat's great in this. This was more like oh this is fun to explore. The game is already long enough with how hard it must have been to figure out some of the weirdest shit like to get items in this game that. They don't need to pad it with right. unnecessary yeah. difficulty. So I guess it is sort of like a little bit of what you're saying, Mike, where it is like a little too... Like yeah. a, like a 5,000-piece puzzle won't... Like if you take too long to build it, it won't just spontaneously <laughs> right, blow up. Right, right, right. <laughs> and you can could, you could take a pretty good amount of hits, too, for what it's worth. Like yeah. even at the beginning, it's it's, it's six generous. hits yeah. and you're dead, something like that. Yeah. I guess it depends on the enemy, too. The, the crow I had a major problem with at the beginning of the game because... They gun for you. Not only do they gun for you, but they feel kind of erratic, and then they just, like, all of a sudden make, like, this very fast straight line at you after, like, kind of psyching you out yeah. beforehand. And I, I just thought that was unwarranted. <laughs> I just thought, like, I haven't done anything to this crow, but also, you know, if we're just getting ethics aside, right, between me and the crow, I also just feel like that was... It's pretty shitty programming to just all of a sudden be like, you know, yeah, the snake kind of crawls towards you. The spider does the same exact thing. Scorpion's not too big of a problem. And then all of a sudden it's like, here's the crow. He well, just- okay, here's my headcanon. The, the crow, a crow uh, is known to have a very good memory and, and communication skills. So I think it's just you probably shot the first crow that you had. These all remember you. Is it time for my crow story? Uh, you know, it's funny. It's funny that this happens. I was like, I was thought of that. I was like, I should tell Mike to mention the crow story. But I was like, maybe it's a post show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, stick around for the post show. We'll talk about my crow story. Because this, that is his crow story. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> just in the real world. Yeah. Do we have any additional thoughts on Goonies 2? Um, just one last thing about the enemies first is um, that I do feel like as we went further, not that the enemies got necessarily more difficult, but some of them took just an absurd and unnecessary amount of hits to kill. I'm yeah. just like, all right, I don't need to hit the guy. Sick. I'm clearly, he's not hitting me. Like <laughs> I clearly have bested this enemy. Especially so, if you got the boomerang, you, you can just 15 minutes and hit him, hit them from below them. Um, you, but yeah, and if it. you have the Molotov cocktail. Yeah. Molotov cocktail. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's just crazy the weapons <laughs> they give in this game. It's like you have a yo-yo. I don't even think I ever got the Molotov cocktail. It's, it's like it's, it's hidden. Yeah, it's uh, like one of the last things. But seriously, you have the yo-yo. Then all of a sudden you get a slingshot. That's that's <laughs> playful. Boomerang. I buy it. You know, underwater gun <laughs> that you just get because you have a diving suit. Like, yeah, it's, it's with the suit. Yeah, I guess well, all I, diving suits have underwater I, yeah, guns. When I buy a bathing suit, it comes with an underwater gun. <laughs> Uh, and so that was that was it on enemies. But Joe, I think you had a thought on the ending. Um, well, so I had a couple of thoughts before the ending. Okay, no, please take uh, us well, through I, them or, chronologically. Sorry, just, just one, just one other thought. Now, um, that there that there was a water world in general, which shocked me. I did not expect <laughs> that there was going to be a water world in this game. Well, the they were in water it. in the movie. That's true. They were in. There was water. They, they weren't like they in weren't. A, well, they in swam. A tundra, yeah, they though. Got, so That's I mean true. I guess it but doesn't this is mean, mean too. That's true. Yeah. All right, yeah. Um, but I didn't expect it to be like a full on like underwater like <laughs> Mario water level in this. Um, but in the water level, what you guys I'm wondering if you noticed several times on the bottom I see uh, the a couple heads. of Moai heads. Oh yes, they're Konami back. Brings them so back, yes. it, this makes it Konami. the connected universe, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. So it's just. It's just the whole it, it's the same universe, universe where Gradius happened. That's a real missed opportunity for a cinematic universe. The Konami <laughs> cinematic universe. I think we're playing through it right now. Right. It's not cinematic. It's you have Gradius, whatever. Goonies 2, uh, that whole Twin B thing with the radio <laughs> drama and anime and stuff. And then now, Pachinko Machines. There you go. Everything's a Pachinko right. Machine now. I'm sure at one Even point Silent or another. too. I'm sure at one point or another there's been a Metal Gear Solid movie in the works. I think there was until very recently. Right. Yeah. And now that's like the Uncharted thing, right? Where yeah. it's like Uncharted has just been in the works for a very long like time. Like Spy Hunter. I hope they... Spy Hunter, yes. <laughs> Great callback. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is oh, yeah. Spy Hunter. <laughs> 
I did want to talk about the ending a little bit. Did either of you beat it? No. So, but I do. I am familiar with the yeah. ending, and I want to just mention something after the fact because I'm I'm not so certain that you're gonna mention it. But it was okay. just something that caught me off as weird. But you go first. Okay. So I didn't beat it. Uh, full disclosure. I got I got decently far, but then I watched. Nobody uh, has any right beating this. Um, <laughs> but uh, in the end, and I and I wish I remembered exactly what it said, but. Um, in the end, you you save the mermaid, and like an announcer guy comes out. He's got like a he have like a microphone. He like comes out and he says, "And so the and so they it's, went back to you know they did whatever." It's a live report yeah. of um <laughs> oh it's a live report kind of like at the end of the movie, and you I see, see like you see the Fratellis like get into the police truck. They oh get, yeah, like, okay, carried I did away. Yeah. and he like narrates yeah. it, and then. At the end of the game, it says something like, congratulations, the Goonies and Konami. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, it's it's calling out Konami. I, it's like, it's I like think being you're a reading it wrong. <laughs> I think it, it's just congratulations to you, not to not to the Goonies and Konami. I think oh, it's... Oh, like from the Goonies and from Konami? From the Goonies and Konami. Maybe. I, I think I'm actually not even saying exactly what it was. It says, I, hurrah for Konami and the Goonies. Okay. Oh, my yeah, God. So it's definitely right. like directed and, at Konami. But that's first, the mermaid. the Goonies. That's the mermaid saying that, actually. Right. Uh, your friend Annie the Mermaid. But she also says your name three times in a row. Like, like it's like the worst sentence <laughs> And then she ever. says she loves you, right? Yeah. She goes, first off, she says, thank you, Mikey. We beat the Fratellis. We, you are locked. And in fact, she's still locked up. <laughs> I think up this is the, the moment street. where, like, you save, you save this mermaid, and then you're like, oh, man, like... then she says thank you mikey again as if she never said it the first time and says at last i can go back to the sea right and it's like well not yet and then she like pulls you in with her and she's like you'll come with me mikey mikey Mikey." you're living with me now (laughs) she's like she's the villain all along yeah and that's when she goes i love you mikey and then that ends and then the reporter goes and i don't look look, i i didn't i don't know if this is like something that i'm finding out or if this is just known but the reporter also says that like Peace has been returned to the Goon Docks. Is that yeah, like the that's, actual that's name? That's the name of... in the movie. Okay. That's the name of the, the, where they goon, live, docks. the goon Docks. Yeah. The Goon. Are you making this I up? I swear. <laughs> it's a they... town called Astoria. Oh yeah, they call it the Goon Docks. They definitely call it that in the movie. I I swear to you. I'll look it up right now. There's a sign in the movie that says you're Astoria. Right, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it says in Peace has a, Peace has returned to the town of Goon Docks. That's so stupid. And then, and then the best part is, it says the end. The reporter saying that, right? Like you know, all reporters just sign off. The end. The end. But then, what do you think you're greeted with afterwards, right? Maybe, maybe just the title screen, right? That's pretty normal, you know. No. Like maybe, I know what you're gonna say. maybe, maybe like you know, it's a nice thank yeah, you. How, how are you like rewarded? That. How are you rewarded? Game over. <laughs> White text, black screen, game over. And it's funny because there's not even a game over screen throughout when you lose. It's only when you game over you would after think that the, the end. end would have been enough, right? <laughs> the end. Game over. Um, also, for the record, the Goondocks is a neighborhood of Astoria in the movie The Goonies. Oh, is that what yeah, they were going what to remove yeah, and put the whatever? Right, right. Well, I didn't remember it either, and I just thought yeah. that was strange. I was like, is this some weird pun now? Like, we're just retconning where they live? Like, peace has been restored to the goondocks <laughs> anyway but didn't the manual say they were in slime city slime now? city yes yeah. so, so where welcome are they? to slime city that was the first thing it said oh god slime city too that's just weird right it is i don't know i don't know like Konami, you know this is all attributed to like loose translations too yeah. probably like the whole thank you mikey three times in a row as if any english person <laughs> says that like thank you joe you really helped me thank you joe i appreciate it <laughs> I mean, I guess like thank you, thank you, thank you. Maybe that's that how you're supposed to read it. Sense, but it yeah. wasn't said like that. <laughs> it just didn't happen that way. As it turns out, she's just like a robot, an android built by the Fratellis. Whoa! I think it's time for a little game we call the Essential Games List. It's our first time doing a movie game or licensed thing, for that matter. Even though Sean wants to talk about kung fu, no, I don't want to talk about kung fu. I guess, you know, what I'm getting at is is that this has nothing to do with the movie. We don't vote movies into the essential <laughs> movie list either. We don't do that. But I think just to make things fun here for a second, give me your Goonies 2 essential games list vote, and then also give me your score for the Goonies movie, like, out of five. Give me your letterboxed score. You don't have to, like, justify it, but I'd love to know. So, Joe? Well, as far as, as, far as the essential games list... Um, 
I did enjoy. It. I'm glad I played this game. I think it was fun. I think it's. I think it's a play. It to be honest, it did. It did a good job of making me feel like I'm on an adventure. Um, but no, it's not essential. I mean, there's nothing like nothing that great about this game. There's, there's definitely some flaws. Um, and it definitely has a lot of uh, things that you would never figure out on your own. Things that are just not like well well designed in there. Um, so no, not essential. But but give it a try. Uh, as far as my, so you, you want my rating at th- uh, best uh, out of five? Out of five, can I yeah. can I do point fives? Yeah, you can do point fives. I, I'd probably give it a three point five. Uh, okay, maybe a four. Uh, Great. Yeah, it was. Okay. It's a good movie, but you know, it's that's it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you know, yeah. you know, uh, what my everybody knows is. by now. We, we <laughs> right. know where you stand. I was though. hoping someone would interrupt me, so I didn't have to finish <laughs> right. that thought. What I'm, what I do want to talk about before we go over to Sean's thing, though, is you mentioned about the hard to find clues in this game and how, like, you know, that's off putting. Do you think that you would consider putting a good game that has hard clues in the essential games list, like in the future? Maybe clue. A good game that has, you, you know, mean, like like a like a good game that has like impossible, like you need a guidebook so the, to play the, it. So the needing a guidebook to play it is tough because it, it. I guess it depends. I, I I can't never say never. I mean, there could never be never say never. There That's could be all something. I need to know. But um, it's. It, I do want to clarify. It's not that like it's the the clues or the way to figure out how to you know what the answer is is too hard. It's that it's just not really possible. Like it's just it's just <laughs> that it's not really an actual like game it's not it's not a puzzle it's just you just don't know the answer and you you got to just yeah. try everything like there is to figure click. it out yeah. yeah right okay sean um i think that the goonies 2 is uh one of i love when we get an experimental game because i this i feel like this game is very experimental um i think it's a really good experience to have on this system it was one of the most memorable i've had so far just because of how weird the adventure and action sequences are sort of smushed together and then stapled together (laughs) i don't know um but yeah i mean the action sequences aren't all that enjoyable the level design is kind of shit uh again the uh the point and uh, the, the point and click stuff is really difficult in certain circumstances just to wrap your head around how when anyone would figure that out um, I would play it because it is a an interesting experience, but no, this isn't an essential game. Um, I think the I would also give the Goonies the movie like a three point five out of five. Uh, it it's it's a lot of fun. It's also just super weird. Um, but I I would put it on the uh I would put Drive uh from two thousand eight uh onto the essential games list. There's no way right. Drive is from 2008. Uh, it meant 2012. Yeah. I remember watching it in college. Thank you. And thank you for putting Drive Maybe on the essential movies, yeah. game, music list. Yeah. Like, it just, it's, 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 it's the, the essential like, a- aesthetics list. How Drive hasn't been turned into a musical and, <laughs> and win Tony Awards is beyond right? me. But I'm willing to produce it if you're out there. So we're going to put Drive on the essential games list. Yeah, right? Drive is when on we the get essential to games it. list. Yeah, when, when we get to through it. all <laughs> NES games and then all video games and then moved on to movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's my plan, by the way. Right. <laughs> After we finish the video game medium, we'll move right, over to yes. movies. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to echo a lot of what Sean said, so I'm not going to say too much more. I, I, I'll definitely applaud the experimental stuff here. I really like the mix between the action and adventure. It kept things refreshing for a while. The, the game kind of fell stale for me after an hour. I think that's that's where I hit my limit of just like, oh, this was fun and neat, but now it's kind of worn off on me, and I'm, it's a chore to find the rest of these goonies. Yeah. So I didn't wind up playing it for seven hours like the Mexican runner. In fact, it probably would have taken me a lot more uh, time to be a game like this without a guide. I did start using a guide, and to be honest, that's just not a really fun experience at all for a game of this nature. I don't, I don't think it's a fun of an experience in, in most games. In, in most NES games. I yeah. will say that, to be honest, there are a lot of JRPGs that I use guides for like appropriately to find certain things later on in the game and that doesn't kill me i know that that hurts certain people's like gameplay experiences of no you're just supposed to find that thing but sometimes (laughs) it's just really cool to have the badass weapon yeah you know so i don't i actually don't hate using guides in games but i think when your whole point of using a guide is just to play along 
with the person who wrote the guide, that's kind of weird. It's like you're no longer experiencing right. the game. You're watching You're just like following a set of instructions. <laughs> right, exactly, which is not something that I, I'd rather build a table. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just not I'm not going to vote this into the essential games list. It, it It's cool that it's weird and it's different, and I, I always uh, uh, appreciate seeing stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it doesn't it doesn't capitalize on those things that it makes different. It actually winds up becoming some of its weaknesses. Yeah. So I ain't going to put it on the essential games list. Now the movie, I'd hate to uh, agree with everybody, you know, again, but it's a 3.5. <laughs> it's very fun. Uh, you'll have a whole, you'll have a great time the whole way through, but I will say that for me, at least the first hour is better than the second hour. And I think that that's not, necessarily how everybody feels about this movie maybe they like it more i feel like our audience is going to like this this movie a lot more than us because yeah that's it was probably of, true of their time more yeah <laughs> i i just think that i liked it best when the kids were just hanging out kicking back like breaking statues breaking statues of dicks and stuff yeah. like that kissing so, i don't know if it was a statue of a dick it right. was a statue it was, yeah. with they broke the dick off the statue <laughs> lots of people are getting like weird notions about what this movie is yeah There's lots of weird if you haven't seen it yeah. lots of weird sexual assault you know all that all that fun stuff from the eighties. Yeah, and there wasn't. No, I'm sorry. I was just trying to think. There was a movie with a statue of a dick, and that was um, Why Him with Brian Cranston and James Franco. What? Right. The Which is like a spiritual <laughs> Goonies sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of those movies that you don't watch unless you just like. I don't know, like you have you've ran out of Christmas movies and you're thinking like this is a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas at one point. Well, you should watch The Ref with Dennis Leary then. I don't know why I'm talking. We should Why Him <laughs> is definitely more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard at me. Okay. Yeah, like, no, I'm Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I hate when people do that. Don't do yeah, that. You want to know I don't take I don't have a strong stance on that. Everybody yeah. has everyone is all up in arms one way or another. Well you have well, to okay. you have to match the vitriol of your opponent. Right. If you right. have, a, even right. if it's just the, you don't even have much behind it. It's just <laughs> right. like, you that's just your opinion. To, I, I got you. Yeah. I'm willing to learn from the other side. I'm not saying that that's my, you know, like, that's it. That's <laughs> my stance. Side. But if the other side wants to explain to me why it's a Christmas movie more for than the fact that it takes place during Christmas, then you're, you know, you're losing me. See, what I need is two more people that think it's a Christmas movie. And then you, the four of you can try and convince me one way or the other. And then you'll get one more person on your, on your side. Isn't Iron Man two or three, I don't remember which, a Christmas movie? <laughs> Isn't technically any uh, movie that takes place on Earth where Christmas is held a Christmas movie? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. And that's going to about wrap it up for this week's Nostalgia. Hope you enjoyed Goonies 2. You'll probably never see the movie, but never say never, like Joe says, because Steven Spielberg, I'm sure he's looking to reinvent himself somehow. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad that you invented that phrase, Joe. Yeah, you invented never, never, never Say Never. Say never. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I don't know how it comes. these things come to me. They just come to me. <laughs> it's very uplifting. I like that idea. Never Say Never. Never Say Never to Goonies. going to com. Goonies never say never. <laughs> yeah. I, thank you for saying that. I was hoping you would say that and not uh, Goonies never say yes, which is the uh, official quote from the movie. No. It's everybody. No, I know. <laughs> I, know. You were, I was like, are you serious? Well, you yeah, really serious? Like people would probably be taken aback if you didn't do that. So thank you for doing that. But I also love your genuine yeah, reaction. Yeah, that was so like, I wish they could have seen my face of how much I believed you there. Right. I was like, you really don't believe that. Goonies never say die and... And you should never say no to going to <laughs> www.nostalgicast.com where you can find all of our other episodes, uh, my posts about how I feel about all the games. You won't find how these suckers feel about games because they don't feel like talking about games anymore. I'll, I'll get to uh, it. Yeah, I got, I got a little bit of a backlog of those. You got about 30 games now. To <laughs> I'll Perfect. get to yeah. it. Yep. This is like episode 80 or something like that. So, 79. This is episode 79. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, We're coming up crazy. to 80. Yeah. yeah. 79th episode. <laughs> every episode's a milestone. Every second is a moment in your life. So just wow. remember that. Right. How so, many seconds have you spent with us? We're grateful. And if you go on to our Twitter, every every second we post how many seconds you've spent with us. Oh, we will start doing that. We'll start doing Starting that. Effectively, I, everything like, that we say, Mike has to do. Yeah. Effectively, as soon as you, Mark, have finished listening to the episode, don't that's when point, we'll start. Don't call him out like that. Okay. It's not nice. Well, somebody we should call out is Sam Smith. He's not here right now. No, he's here. 
Oh, wow. He's been a guest <laughs> listener the whole time. Special <laughs> guest listener, Sam Smith. He's just been chilling with us here. If you don't know what a special guest listener is, it's a special feature for Nostalgia where we bring people in to our little studio and have them just listen. They can't say anything. Yeah. And uh, We've had some real like celebrities as special guest yeah. listeners. I'll never uh, <laughs> forget that time that Keanu Reeves just came in here and he was just really sat great. Indian style. <laughs> yeah. He just sat, uh, you know... What is there a more correct word for that? Uh, on pretzel the floor, style. pretzel style. There we yes. go. Yeah, he sat on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he sat on the floor and just listened to us, and um, he liked it. That was uh, what episode was that, Sean? That was uh, forty nine, I believe. Episode, episode forty nine. So that's uh, the episode after Kid Icarus. Um, <laughs> I like how you know 48. You oh, wait, 49. 49. That's no. Rygar's 50. Yeah, you're right. Rygar. No, <laughs> Rygar was when we had Megan Trainer here. Yes, right. yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. She was a big Rygar fan. Right? Yeah. That's why yeah. she did it. In fact, um, if you're interested in Rygar, maybe you go to www.nostalgicast.com. And also, maybe you go to our Twitter at nostalgicast. <laughs> maybe it's on there. Yeah, it's at NostalgiaCast. And maybe you contact... On the 80th yeah, time, you'll right. remember it. And then maybe you contact me, www.michael.co. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, no, that's at, UK. at Esposito Film on Twitter. I've been posting a lot of comic stuff lately, so if you like old 1960s comics, yeah. that's what I've been posting. Uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Have a great rest of your week. Enjoy us next Friday. Go Bills. Hello, everybody, and welcome to NostalgiaCast's own Storytime. During Storytime, we like to bring one of our cast members in, and they'll tell a very nice story relating to the game that we just played, or something completely tangential. So, Michael, would you like to tell your story? Sure. So, as you guys know, in The Goonies 2, there's an enemy called Crow. Yes. Crow, based on a real animal. Yeah, they're based on a real animal. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, but thank you. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. It's not my. It's not my story to tell. That one. I got nothing else to say for the rest yeah. of this. So. Well, you guys will uh, react, I guess, okay. to the story. But anyway, uh, I have an experience with crows that I'd like to get off my chest and share with everybody, and see if they have any personal crow stories of their own that they can contact us with. On www.nostalgicast.com. This, this isn't plug time. There's a little contact button, though, and you can send us an email and let us know your thoughts. Anyway, basically, when I was three, I had a cat named Smokey. He was a big gray cat. He was awesome. Um, but he, he was very vicious, even with us. We couldn't pet him. He would, like, scratch it. I was just afraid of him at that point. So I wasn't a big fan of Smokey. But anyway, I was three years old. He went outside. Bunch of crows. Come down. Now, crows are just, like, in the neighborhood, right? Now, Masbuqua, where I grew up, like, that didn't have a lot of crows. <laughs> they were just passing through. They were just you passing know? Drifters. <laughs> just drifter, drifting crows. <laughs> Maybe it was that time in the fall. Anyway, they come down, and Smokey grabs one of what appears to be the baby crow of the group. Oof. Yeah. And he grabs it and gets it with the claws. And if I have to, you know, like, put it into words, I'm pretty sure he killed that baby crow. NSFW. That's a terrible thing to do. Okay. Yeah. But Especially what, to a crow. The only thing that would be more terrible is to remember that crows... Remember. And... Communicate. So <laughs> when you, you have, rehearsed this before? <laughs> when you, <laughs> you have a crows, script? <laughs> when you have crows that remember and communicate, you can guarantee that for the next three years... <laughs> Of my life, and I'm only three years old at this point. The next three years of my life, there are crows circling my my backyard, <laughs> waiting for the chance for my cat Smokey to come out there. Now Smokey was an outdoor cat, but we couldn't take any chances. And I actually remember one day I opened up the door. I'm like five at this point. I opened up the back door, and Smokey comes out, and the crows come right for him. They've been waiting two years for this moment. I've been hearing caws over my house like. For years at this point, I just thought everybody has crows in their in their neighborhood. You know, it's just something that's normal to me. We'd be outside. My mom wouldn't like it at all. You know, we'd be playing outside in the backyard, and she'd just be like, "Those crows are gonna kill my kids." You know, they never did. They never even came close to us. But I just always remember hearing those sounds. 
and the crows come really down low to Smokey, and they got a piece of his ear. Oh my god! Yeah, Jeez. he had for the rest of his life. He had a little um, like hole up in the, the fact top. that they recognized tit him. for tat. Like, like, that's that's insane. And they and two years later, they never forgot. So anyway, eventually the crows go away. Smokey winds up living to be twenty one. Okay, <laughs> so that's incredible that he time that he, jump. He saw through all of that. Uh, but I remember like asking my parents, I was like, you know, there were a lot of crows here when we were kids. What was up with that? So then they reminded me of the whole story and everything like that. And then my dad took it a step further and said that he would have to drive to work every morning at like 5 a.m. He would drive to work and uh, he would drive off to drop off at the train station. The train station's in town, still in Massapequa, so like it's not that far. And the crows would apparently follow him in the car. From the train and back each time. So they remembered your dad too. I feel like they he, maybe he well, was out there the time that uh, Smokey uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah the time that Smokey did, but he never they never came down on him. But maybe they thought that like <laughs> we'll keep track of this family. <laughs> yeah. But we'll, see if they if he's making any contact with other cats over there at the <laughs> crows. Definitely never say never. They never <laughs> say true. die, and they never say I won't have another bite of that ear. <laughs> And oh, that's okay. why yeah. the uh, enemy animation uh, just just could have guns for you. They think you're smoking. Right. Well, honestly, it didn't happen in my game. It didn't happen in Sean's game. It just happened in Mike's game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the same crows. Uh, thank you for listening to Storytime. Sean, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, that's Storytime, guys. I would I would like to invite you to the next Storytime whenever that happens. Um, go to bed now. Good night. Game over. Damn it. Bye. Stop it. Are we going to do like a last word you won. contest here? Oh, good. No, you definitely won. Good. Yeah. All right. Great. Great. Perfect. Great. All right. Okay. <laughs>